Country Crossover, brought to you by Waterforce Winter Nancor, your local company with two conveniently placed depots, from design to installation and servicing. Visit waterforce.co.nz. Jamie Mackay, out of the country in Dunedin, joins us in the Country Crossover this afternoon. Thanks to Waterforce, Jamie. Good afternoon. G'day, Andy. I was trying to pick that music. Sophie Ellis Bexter. Oh, Murder on the Dance Floor. No, that's one of the songs. No, no, this song... I, know, I know. That was from. I, I knew that wasn't the song. What was the other one she did? Um... This one. Name that tune. Uh, Groove Jet. Was it Groove Jet? Groove no. Jet of the Saint Love. Yeah. Good song, actually. Very good song. Very good artist. Something a bit funkier, a bit happier, upbeat for a Friday because we need it after the last week or so, to be fair, especially in politics circles. Well, it depends on, <laughs> depends on uh, your political allegiance, I guess. Look, it's been a, a fascinating week in terms of, or week and a bit, since Chippy's taken over. And to be fair to him, he hasn't really put a foot wrong and he's got a honeymoon-type bounce in the latest polls. And I know you asked me off-air before we uh, went to air what I thought of it. And honestly, I'm sticking to my theory, and I don't see this changing is that I think the economy is going to turn to custard for a lot of middle New Zealand in terms of people paying uh, 7 or 8 or 9% on a mortgage and they'll vote with their wallets and that's why I think a centre-right government will get in. But he has breathed a bit of new life into Labour and I, and, and I underestimated this, Andy, because I thought, well, a lot of people don't like Jacinda. In fact, a lot of people hated her, which is far too strong a word to use. But I didn't realise or appreciate how toxic the Jacinda brand was getting uh, for Labour and in this country. And she's done the right thing by stepping aside and giving Chippy a go because I think Chippy is more relatable. It's the spread your legs, the boy from the hut thing. And uh, I think Labour's, Labour and the Greens are in with a shot. But if I was, had to put the house on it, I'd say, uh, I'd say National Act, centre-right government because I think the economy is going to turn for the worst. But, I hope I'm wrong. But isn't it fascinating the way New Zealand's media has made no mention of this prior to her announcement, then all of a sudden the narrative's changed, saying, well, Labour, Labour needed to do something, they were going nowhere. I just find it incredible the way they just turned on her the way they did. Yeah, but you've got to remember, a lot of the media in this country are lefties, and I can uh, point the finger fairly and squarely at a state-funded radio station uh, I can point the finger at uh, some well-known websites. I can point the finger at some well-known uh, television commentators. So, you know, I think the media... And traditionally, the media has always been more left-leaning than right-leaning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess you've got uh, Mike Hosking, Heather Duplessy-Allen, Sean Plunkett, uh, a number of others who are battling uh, for the centre-right. But it's going to be a really interesting year. It will be. What will be interesting this weekend, do is the amount of gravy lost in the certain woolshed at Moa Flat with the 24-hour Sherathon getting underway um, at Nelson Hancock's. He's on the muster this afternoon, by the way, coming up shortly. Uh, but, Jamie, you're involved with this as well? Well, unless I pull a hammy between now and then. Is that likely? No. <laughs> no, no, I'll front up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm on uh, with Todd Charteris at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning, so they'll be running out of puff a bit uh, by then. Remembering, I think they're starting at, what, 6 a.m. Saturday. They go yeah. through to 2 p.m. on Sunday, and they will be really getting tired by about 11 a.m. Matchism's obviously hosting it and fronting it, and uh, I'm challenging him to a share because I think Todd's going to beat me, to be honest. 
He used to be a 250-a-day man back in the day, so he's a bit younger than me as well, so I might fly the white flag on that one. But I reckon I'm in with a pretty good shout against matchism because I don't think he's done much on the handpiece. Yeah, but let's be honest, though. When was the last time you had to set up a handpiece without having someone like David Fagan or whoever do it for you? I mean, that's just a game-changer doing these events, is it not? Well, most of these kind of and inverted commas, celebrity speed shares I've done of Sean far quicker and far better than I ever did when I was a farmer sharer simply because the gear's so good. I don't know if that, well, David Fagan unfortunately won't be setting up my handpiece, but I know, I think at one of those Waimumu field days once he was setting up the gear and it's literally, and a lot of farmers will know this, their gear's not as good as the sharers. Use, use his gear, it's like, it looks like a knife through butter. It is that easy. Just to, yeah, and, and it make and it makes all the difference. They're they're using wider combs. They don't give you too sharper combs, so you're not gonna cut the lamb to pieces. But I'm hoping someone sets up a reasonable handpiece for me. No, the only handpiece I set up these days is a big clunky plug in electric one. One of those ones that's about twelve inches long. What's that in centimetres? I'm showing my age here. And they're bloody near impossible to share with. It's an old concave uh, oh, concave. That, yeah, oh, I hate that, those cones. Oh, they're shockers. But that's what my sister's got for a three sheep out at Portobello. So I go out there and share them. And the worst thing about them, Andy, is they're gnarly. Oh, one of them's a big, fat, crossbred, two-tooth pet lamb, which weighs about 120 kilos. Good shearing, but you've got to about to tip her up and drag her out. And the other two a gnarly old merino. So you can imagine how wrinkly and horrible that is with that sort of shearing gear. So that's the only experience I've really had, to be honest, in the last few years. So I would have shorn, I don't know, in the last 15 years, 15 sheep if I'm lucky. Yeah, the last four years since I've been off the farm, I could probably count on two hands, on both hands, the amount of lambs that I've even shorn or whatever. But um, on the shearing theme as well, don't forget Fairlight Station tomorrow, Sasha Bond, going for the strong wool lamb shearing record of 510. Yeah, and uh, I would say that's attainable. And I'm thinking back to, uh, what did Me- Megan Whitehead, she's got the... Nine hour, uh, wasn't the it? nine hour one. Yeah. yeah. And what is she in the 600s, isn't she? Oh, so, I think so. Yeah, so I think I think uh, 510 is easily achievable. And we had the, the, the other girl or woman... Um, and where was she, the wire rapper? Was it Amy Silcock? I'm just trying to yes. remember. There's so many records going on at the moment. Had a crack at the eight-hour strong wall U record, but unfortunately, um, I don't know whether the cards fell against them, but they needed three kilograms of wool to be passable for the record. Hers had over four, so they didn't quite get that right, and I'm sure at Fairlight Station they'll have them pretty much um, on the on the button in terms of wool weights and all that sort of thing. And you'd have to think in these temperatures at the moment, Andy, that, you, that we've got on the south, that they'll be pretty good shearing. Absolutely. Um, bit of shearing coming up at Riversdale as well. The annual speed share is happening on the 18th. Uh, you're pretty passionate about this. Well, Riversdale's the greatest town in northern south, and so, of course, I'm going down to support it. There's an Ambrose Golf... I'm not biting. No, there's an Ambrose Golf tournament the next day as well, so I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, this is, this is a really good occasion. It's run at the footy grounds there where many a Balfour team has been humbled, Andy. Um, and they've got, I think it's getting underway at 4.30 for the kids. Uh, the team's event starts from 6pm. Apparently, according to Kylie Davidson, and this was news to me, Andy, uh, we have, we're entering a muster team. So that's me, you and someone else. Stuart uh, Gilkerson off the bat. I nominate Stuart Gilkerson. He goes all right. Yeah, but what's his connection to the muster? Um, I know him. 
<laughs> he's a good shearer. <laughs> maybe we maybe we could get Kim to Rousey or something like that from the um, locker room girls. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll drag someone into our team, but me, you, and someone else, and then the main event gets underway after that, and they'll have uh, the speed share going on there, and um, I'm sure it'll be well received. It was a cracker last time. Uh, Megan Whitehead, we were talking about her. She was there last time as well, and that was before she set the world record. We'll leave it there. Appreciate your time. Good luck at the weekend. You might need it. It's hot. Yeah, it will be hot. And good luck to all those sharers who are going out there and giving freely of their time, especially the five sharers who, as I understand it, Andy, and I'm sure Nelson will fill in the missing pieces. Five of them are basically going to man those stands for yeah. 24 hours. So that is just incredibly gutsy. 10,000-plus uh, lambs likely to be shorn over the 24-hour shearing period on the eight stands. A couple of the stands on Sunday morning might be a wee bit slower for a couple of sheep, but it's all in a good cause. So get along and support it. Jamie, raising money for some really good charities. Good on you, Jamie. Appreciate your time. See you, Andy. Jamie Mackay in the Country Crossover. Thanks to Waterforce. Friday afternoon, it is Andrew Cochran from Inis Fits. He's up next.